Welcome to 7-Minute Torah, an exploration of the weekly Torah portion with me, Rabbi Micah Streifer. If you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to subscribe or comment or share it with a friend. Sometimes the Torah deals in stories or allegories. Who was Abraham and what does his story say about where we come from? What does it mean for us that the people passed through the Red Sea from slavery to freedom? Those Torah portions have lessons for real life, to be sure, but they're framed as mythology or legend. They're framed as stories that we learn lessons from. Not so much this portion. This week we're reading from the parsha called Shoftim. Shoftim means judges or leaders. And what we have here really is a listing or a description of the leadership of ancient Israelite society the way that they're supposed to function, the ideas and ideals on which they are supposed to govern the people. Now, there is a frame here. The frame is that Moses is talking to the people after 40 years of wandering in the desert, just before they cross over into the promised land, explaining to them the kind of society that they're supposed to have. And what we read about over the course of about three or four chapters is a number of different kinds of leaders. Now, before we go into what the Torah has to say, it's interesting to stop and think about what we expect of leaders. What do we demand that our leaders be? And how do we demand that they govern our society? This is an apropos time to be thinking about leadership. In fact, it's one of those times where the Torah portion seems to match the week eerily well. Americans have just witnessed a four-day political convention by the Democratic Party trying to showcase why its leadership style is the right one for the country. And of course, the Republican convention is also coming up in only a few days. Canadians witnessed a cabinet shuffle this week, a government reshifting its priorities and parliament being prorogued, which is essentially a reset button for the government to stop and figure out the right way forward. And of course, as always, there's leadership news around the world as well. A Russian opposition leader who was apparently poisoned. A Belarusian election where it's not exactly clear how transparent and how fair the voting was. The ways that we are governed matter. We like to think that our governments operate in transparent ways and operate with the best interests of the people in mind. In fact, in a democracy, we demand that. We vote for candidates based on those exact expectations. And in many ways, that's the privilege of living in a democracy. We're lucky enough to live in a time and place, which is very rare, by the way, where we get to choose our own leaders, where we get to make these demands and place these expectations upon them. But interestingly enough, the Torah, which is very ancient and which does not come out of a democratic society, has similar expectations. It also demands that the leaders govern the people with their best interests in mind and with the concepts of equity and fairness and above all, justice at the center of what they do. The Parsha describes a number of different kinds of leaders. It talks about Shoftim, judges, whose job is to decide cases among the people. It talks about the king, who was the political leader over the nation, Levites and priests, who were the religious leaders of the people. It talks about the prophet, whose role really seems to have been to question the government. And the Parsha even goes into some detail about things like how a trial is to be conducted, how to make sure that the rule of law is fair. 
Now, I could do far more than a seven-minute podcast on any of those things. So I'll just point out a couple of interesting and pertinent things. The first is what's called Chok HaMelech, the law of the king. Here in the book of Deuteronomy, it teaches that if the Israelites were to have a king, which we know that later they will, that this king was not to be an absolute ruler, was not to be a dictator. And that's unusual for kings, because what is a king if not a dictator in the ancient world? But no, Deuteronomy says the king shall, quote, not keep many horses and not have many wives, nor shall he amass silver and gold to excess. In other words, the role of the ruler is not to pad their own pockets. It's not to add to their own coffers at the expense of the people. Rather, the book continues, when he, the king, is seated on his royal throne, he shall have a copy of this teaching, that is to say the Torah, written for him on a scroll by the Levitical priests. The priests are supposed to read the Torah to the king so that the king will remember that he is not above the law. That the law, that the religious ideals and the ethical ideals of this people apply to the king as well. Thus, it says, Thus, he shall not act haughtily or consider himself to be above everyone else. That's point number one. Point number two from late in chapter 18 is that there is something called a prophet. Now, when we think of a prophet, we probably think of it as someone who tells the future who tells us what's going to happen. But that's not really what a prophet is. If you read closely in the Torah and in the Bible, the role of the prophet is not necessarily to predict the future, but rather to warn about it. The role of the prophet is to point out the injustices in society, sometimes to the people, but often to the government itself. In fact, certain governments in ancient Israel had court prophets. For example, King David had a prophet named Nathan, whose job essentially was to let the king know when he wasn't acting ethically or properly. Can you imagine a society that has enshrined an institution whose job it is to question the leadership, to keep the leadership honest, to make sure the government is following the laws and acting ethically? Well, of course we can. In our society, it's called the free press. So what we learn ultimately in this Torah portion, which is eminently applicable today, is that leaders are not above the law and that there is an obligation to speak truth to power, that a healthy society allows for opposition and enshrines the right to question and criticize government. And what all this comes down to, at least as far as the Torah portion is concerned, is Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 20. Tzedek, tzedek, tirdof. Justice, justice shall you pursue. At the center of a healthy society is a sense of justice, is a sense that everyone is entitled to equal treatment under the law, and the responsibility of government is to take care of all its citizens. We are so fortunate to live in a time and place where we get to choose our leaders. And we're lucky to have these values that have come down to us through the generations of the Jewish people. Our responsibility as Jews and as citizens is to make sure that our voice is heard through demonstration, through lobbying, through voting. These are the ways that we get to speak to our government. These are the ways that we get to ensure that tzedek, tzedek, tirdof, that justice sits at the center of our society.
Thanks for listening to 7-Minute Torah. If you enjoyed this program, please leave a review or a comment, and please pass it on to a friend. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great week.